Hi there. Welcome to your podcast for College Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I'm Father Patrick Wainwright. Today is one of the most solemn days of the year. You might be listening to this episode some other day of the year or some other month, but this episode is being aired on Good Friday, the day we celebrate the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ died for us on the cross. He died to save you from eternal death. He died to pay for your sins and my sins. And this is why today is the only day of the year in which the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass is not celebrated anywhere in the world. There are ceremonies, right, that we celebrate the Passion, this Liturgy of the Passion of the Lord, and there is Holy Communion, but the Sacrifice of the Mass is not celebrated anywhere. So it is a very moving day, but also a very somber day, a sad day in many, day, in many ways, because we crucified Him who came to bring true life to all of us. So today we will speak about how thanks to the death of Christ on the cross and how through the sacraments of the church, you and I can obtain forgiveness for our sins. There's a very moving scene in the life of St. Joan of Arc, which caught my attention. St. Joan was born in Domremy, France, around 1412, and died at the stake in 1431. She is the famous French peasant girl who freed France from the grasp of the English by leading the French armies in battle. Now, during one of her military campaigns, while the soldiers were marching before her, she saw a man that was tied and stretched on a cart as if he were going to be executed. She asked about the man, and she was told that he was charged with desertion, found guilty, and now he would be soon executed. So Joan asked to speak with him. She had him untied from the cart. The man had gone to see his wife, who was about to die so that she would not die alone, as he was all that she had. He had then tried to rejoin the army, but had not arrived on time. He finally caught up with the rear guard of the army, but then he was arrested. The man was very tall and strong, and he had been an excellent soldier. Moreover, his battle axe was still next to him. Now, after hearing the story, Joan asked him if he realized that returning to the army meant his execution. And he said he did. But that when he lost his, lo his wife, he had lost everything he had left. So he tried to reach the army and had not intended to be a deserter. St. Joan decided to cut off the cords that were still binding his hands. She even dressed the wounds of his wrists and decided to forgive the life of the soldier, and declared him, moreover, to be free, even against the advice of her generals. Now, not only did she forgive him, but she asked him to be part of her personal guard. This man, who was nicknamed the Dwarf because of his high stature and incredible strength, was infinitely thankful to St. Joan and fought bravely the rest of his life to defend Joan in every battle that they went. In fact, that's how he died. 
He died while fighting against incredible odds, trying to prevent the enemy from uh, uh, apprehending and killing Joan. So this example, which is pretty moving to me, is a good comparison of what happens to us through baptism and also through the grace of the sacrament of confession. In the creed, we say that we believe in the forgiveness of sins. Now, that may sound something obvious in many ways, but it was not always that obvious. God had created man to live with him forever in heaven. So in God's plan, man had to choose to be with God out of love. So we were given like a time of a test in this earth. This is why God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden at the very beginning and gave them an opportunity to choose good over evil. The result, however, was that Adam and Eve allowed themselves to be tempted by Satan and broke away from God. And that's what original sin is. Now, the result of this original sin is that we now are not only separated from God forever, but we would never be able to enter heaven if things were to stay just that way. So I think this is a key concept for us to understand. It is impossible for man, by his own strength, to restore that friendship with God and regain access to heaven. And this is the effect of sin. Sin is, therefore, an action that breaks the law of God, that offends him, and therefore permanently destroys our relationship with him. Unless God intervened and through his infinite mercy forgave our sins, we would all be inevitably condemned to hell after our death. So to be forgiven of our sins would be for us so improbable like it was for the dwarf, of whom I spoke earlier, to be forgiven from his death sentence. So in the same way, to be forgiven of our sins should be a life-changing experience, as it was for the dwarf, the soldier of the French army, to be forgiven from his desertion and not executed. And this is the amazing thing that Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. He became man and he died on the cross to pay for all our sins and restore our relationship with God. So what was impossible for us became possible thanks to Jesus Christ. To be forgiven of our sins, to have a personal relationship with God the Father, to be healed of the deepest wounds of our sins and regain access to heaven was and continues to be impossible for us if we depend on our strength only. But in Jesus Christ, and thanks to Jesus Christ, all this is possible and is in indeed real. And this is the power that Jesus Christ gave to the apostles and through them to the whole church. So there are two passages in the Gospels that illustrate this. The first one expresses how Jesus Christ gave the church the power to forgive sins through baptism. In Mark chapter 16, Verses 15 and 16. We read, And he said to them, 
go into the whole world and preach the gospel to the whole creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And the second shows when Christ gave his apostles the power of the keys, that is, the power to forgive sins through the sacrament of penance. And we read that in the Gospel of St. John, chapter 20, verses 22 and 23. And when he had said this, we read, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. And if you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So, baptism is necessary for us to be forgiven from original sin and receive the grace of God. It also forgives any other personal sins that we might have forgiven, that we might have committed from our birth to the moment of baptism. However, because we can sin again after baptism, Jesus established also the sacrament of penance, also called reconciliation or simply confession. Through this sacrament, if we, cons- if we confess our sins properly and with the right dispositions, Jesus, through the absolution of the priest, forgives all our sins. And this is what we read in the Catechism of the Catholic Church number 982. There is no offense, however serious, that the Church cannot forgive. There is no one, however wicked and guilty, who may not confidently hope for forgiveness, provided his repentance is honest. Up to there, the Catechism. So, God wants to forgive your sins. He only asks that you be truly repentant and do your confession well done before a Catholic priest. So, God wants to forgive your sins and he wants to do it in a visible way so you can have the assurance that your sins and all of your sins have been forgiven. And this is why he wants to forgive sins through the, minister, through the ministry of the church. So here are a couple of suggestions for you to have in mind. First of all, it is by the action of the Holy Spirit and by the merits won by Christ on the cross that the church has been given the power to forgive sins. The forgiveness of our sins is something truly incredible for which we must always be infinitely grateful. We cannot take it for granted because it is truly and always a gift of God. Another thing is that the death of Christ on the cross shows us, on the one hand, the seriousness of sin. In fact, it is because of sin that Jesus had to die on the cross. But on the other hand, his death on the cross is an amazing reminder of the infinite love that God has for you. So, A third point that I would want to suggest. Never doubt the goodness and the powerful mercy of God, who wants you to be free from all sin. He is willing to forgive your sins and all your sins, however grave they might be. Another point to remember is that God has given the Catholic priest an amazing power, the power to forgive sins in his name. Now, this is a power of and for service, a power for your good, a power intended for your salvation. So pray for priests 
pray for the perseverance and sanctification of priests. And you should also always pray that more men may respond generously to God's call to the priesthood, so that you may always have a priest available to hear your confession and forgive your sins in the name of Christ. And finally, a last point or uh, idea for you to consider. I would highly recommend that you go, then you try to go, to confession frequently. Confession is not only a way to be forgiven from your sins, but also a channel by which God gives you the graces necessary to avoid sin in the future. It is like a weapon against sin. We can't win this battle alone. We need God's strength. And He will give you that strength through the sacrament of confession. I don't know if you ever been to the dentist and dental hygienist more specifically that ha- and see how they uh, typically clean up all the plaque and build up in your teeth. But sometimes, and this is what maybe they've done or maybe not, but sometimes they apply some fluoride to protect the enamel of your teeth against future cavities. So not only did they remove the plaque and the buildup, but also protect your, your teeth for the future. So something similar happens when you go to confession. Not only will you experience the infinite mercy of God who cleanses your soul from past sins, but you will also receive a boost of grace for your future spiritual battles as well. So that is all for today. Thank you for joining me in this consideration of the forgiveness of our sins through the ministry of the church. And if you like this episode uh, and you'd like to encourage others to listen, please do leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you rate this podcast show in Spotify. So thanks for listening. May God bless you. We'll see you next time. And I hope you have a blessed Easter. Take care.